You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. The kind of place you expect the ghosts to like to wander around. Hey, we all know where we're going down, baby. I'll help you. I'm something of a witch. Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your fantastic host, JC, and with me today, as per usual, is the queen of everything herself, Kiki. How are you doing over there, Kiki? I'm great, but we are down a co-host because poor Cord is sick. Yes, he has He has the very unfortunate COVID. So everyone pray for him to whatever deity you so choose. I'm going to pick Bob the Builder as my deity. It's fine. I'm looking at Rubble right now from uh, Paw Patrol. Oh, okay. I might pray to Rubble. I mean, it's all the same. No, I'm not going to pray to Loki because that's not going to go well for Cord. You don't ask him for anything. (laughs) (laughs) Cord survives, but then, you know, all of his teeth fall out or some crazy shit. Or he just has crazy shits for the rest of his life. Oh, God. Right. Cord would not be happy with that. No, no. So anyway, yeah. So Cord's out for this one. And uh, this is a this is going to be an interesting one because this is the first time that a musical guest has inspired us to take a look at a spooky place. And that is because, I'll just go ahead and say it now, but the the band from the Ukraine, Vov Kulaka, which means werewolf, is our guest musician today. And Volk, who's the lead singer, the mastermind behind the band, is very interested in supernatural and paranormal. And his other band members, Naya and Julie, went to Dubieki Manor, which is also called Wolf Castle, to do an investigation there. And they have a video on YouTube that you can go look at after you listen to us. So today I thought it would be kind of cool if we go outside the U.S. to the Ukraine. We'll talk about Wolf Castle and why it's so weird. And then I found another site that's very, very cool that I want to talk about. Okay, that sounds exciting. I'm in. You know, I'm... You don't have a choice. No, I, I guess I don't. <laughs> Here I sit, tied to a radiator. Chained up. Yeah. Nothing else is going on. This it, It's it's great. For yeah. Change. Just yeah. great. Like, it feels good. Basically, same here. Whew, like, it, it feels good in the United States today. It's like, okay, we got this. We still have a long way to go. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's an actual light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. As opposed to just constant misery i would agree with that oh yeah so my grandmother passed away unfortunately it's okay she was 99 she lived a very long life and she was a terrible person um (laughs) but the funny part is that her house is now owned by the bank now uh this house is like the spooky house it's the one that i keep saying i need to tell the story about how they kind of opened a portal up to a something because some really weird ass shit went down there so at some point maybe in the spring i will I will talk more about that actual event, um, and it's unfortunate that I will not be able to go back to the house. She apparently took out a reverse mortgage on it, and so, yeah, the bank took it as soon as she passed away. Yeah, that happens, yeah. unfortunately. And it also is sad because my grandfather built the house with his own two hands. That is very unfortunate. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that I would inherit the uh, spooky-ass house. And we could just do ghost investigations there forever, but oh well. Somebody else is going to get that cursed place. 
good yeah, luck. Yeah, but they're going to get at a great deal because they luck. sell that shit cheap. Well, it's actually worth quite a bit of money, except that, you know, she also didn't really take very good care of it. So, yeah, they would need to fix it up pretty. Yeah, somebody somebody will get a good deal. It's in Warminster, Pennsylvania. Just be aware if you're listening and you know somebody who's looking for a house in Warminster. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> you might be buying the cursed house with a demon in it, you know? <laughs> I love it. I mean, it would not be an ideal situation, but at the same time, like, <laughs> I'd still deal with it. Well, I I actually at this point, like, man, taxes are so high on property in this area for us to, like, start thinking about purchasing our own home. If I could get a deal on one and there was a demon in it, I'd be like, OK, yeah, that's cool. Um, I'll deal with it. At least I have my own place. The key is to set up boundaries, you know, like, right. okay, right. no loud music after 11 o'clock, the kid is sleeping. Exactly. No possessing me past, let's say, three in the afternoon, because I got to start thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's boundaries that really keep uh, successful demon home possession at bay. Right. And no throwing because you're just teaching the child bad manners and then yeah. that just becomes a huge problem. Yeah, and we don't we don't want to do that. Well, alrighty then. Uh, on that note. Oh, yeah. Gonna... What are we talking about today again? <laughs> I feel like we've a... been ranting for a long time. We're going to take a short break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Wolf Castle in the Ukraine and one other site that I'm not going to tell you about right now because it's a surprise. I love surprises, except I don't. Welcome back to Mission Spooky, you beautiful sons of bitches. Yeah, let's not make it too sexy like the last time. Everything I say is too sexy, so, you know, just deal with it. Yeah, so you don't know what we're talking about, really. No, because as always, I do lots of research, and my research today was on Wolf Castle. Um, now, Wolf Castle is a castle controlled by wolves in the shape of a wolf. Yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> that's, that's the story of Wolf Castle. It's just a, a, a place of wolves. Yeah. The end. Okay. That was my research. Did I do a good job? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, God. All right. So, um, Dubieki Manor <laughs> is an architectural monument located in the village of Vasilkivska, Odessa, Ukraine. The manor was built between 1830 and 1854. In 1885, Konstantin Pankajev bought the property and it's his son, Sergei Pankajev, who will make this building famous. Sergei is also known as the Wolf Man due to his vivid and often frightening dreams of wolves. The dream that was examined by Sigmund Freud was described by Sergei like this. In his dream, the window to his bedroom was open and sitting in a walnut tree outside, six or seven white wolves sat staring at him. So imagine they're up in the trees. The wolves seemed more like sheepdogs or foxes with big fluffy tails and ears pricked up as if they're listening for something or about to tell him something. He screams because he's frightened and he's frightened that the wolves are going to eat him. He awoke to his nurse hurrying in to see if he was all right and the imagery was so vivid it took him a long time to go back to sleep and even a longer time to convince himself that it was just a dream and that the wolves weren't actually outside sitting in that tree. So this becomes a very famous case for Freud. He did a lot of study on this dream. He initially interprets the dream as a fear of being eaten by his father. 
uh, it's important to note that Sergei had some other problems, that he had a, quote, nervous disorder, bouts of deep depression, and he was not able to have a bowel movement without the assistance of an enema. Oh? Yeah. Oh? Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Oh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's rough. In Freud's later psychoanalysis, he posited that at a young age, Sergei may have seen his parents having sex or had witnessed animals having sex and that this primal act had stuck in his head. And it was later reanalyzed by others. And the thought is that he was actually being abused by his father. I was going to say, like, Freud, it was always like, yeah, sexy times. He said that he thought that Sergei had seen his mother and father having sex in a doggy-style position, and that is why he was having this dream. Oh. Now, as I said, Naya and Julie, and I hope I'm saying her name right because it's just J-U-L-E, so it could just be Jewel. I'm not really sure. I meant to ask her. I'm so sorry if I'm saying it wrong. I apologize. They went out there and sort of did an investigation. They recorded it. Got some really weird feelings off the place. By the way, Dubiecki Manor then becomes known as Wolf's Lair or Wolf Castle. So the, this whole place, it's a, it's a beautiful structure that's just gone to shit. It was abandoned. Sergei winds up losing his family fortune. and Wait, like he just misplaced it? or Yeah, he lost it. Yeah, it's like, where did it go? It's interesting to note that there is a Philadelphia connection to Pankajeff which I also thought was very interesting. Before I get into the actual uh, haunting or the, the weirdness going on there, I want to mention this. I'm going to backtrack. So he loses his fortune. Freud winds up taking care of him part-time, especially in his elder years. And there's a couple other psychoanalysts who wind up working with him as well and who also chip in and sort of take care of him. And he shuffled around. When he dies, one of those original psychoanalysts was in Philadelphia at the time. And they made a death mask of Pankajeff and sent it to them in Philadelphia. Oh. Yeah. So I that. I feel like that's weird, but that's, you know, 20 well, cause they, standards. Yeah. They wanted him, they wanted them to have this as a, as a in memoriam. Yeah. Yeah. And so it stayed in Philly for quite some time until it's now been transferred to the London Museum for Freud. And I believe that is where it is currently residing so yeah a little weird so back to the actual place so it winds up being an abandoned and even today people will walk around there they feel sadness dread somewhat of an evil presence a lot of this is contributed to perhaps the father who was abusing sergey when he was a child but i kind of also go with and and not to harken back all the time to ghost story guys, but there's a couple episodes in, in particular where they talk about how abandoned places will sometimes attract other things. Mm -hmm. I really feel like this is a case of that, that it's been so long just sitting there falling apart that other things are moving in and getting attached to it. Oh, for sure. Definitely you sounds know? like it would it would be a uh, place that those things would lurk and be drawn to. Like it has it's that magnetism. And of course, there's some people who will say, well, perhaps the land itself always had some kind of curse on it or something, you know, something was wrong with the land itself. So when the place was built, perhaps some of the nightmares and his own, I don't want to say he wasn't really psychotic, but like his own psychosis comes from that, like the presence of this evil thing that's always been there. 
mm-hmm. that's an interesting take on it as well. So yeah, to go check out Vov Kulaka's investigation at Tubiecki Manor, otherwise known as Wolf Castle. And I'll have those links in the show notes as well. And if you're following us on YouTube, the nice thing about that is I can directly link all the YouTube stuff. And also they'll be added to our YouTube playlist too. The other location in the Ukraine that's always really interested me. And I thought, you know what, since we're going to talk about Wolf Castle, I want to mention this place too. Man, when COVID is over, I got a list a mile long of places that I want to go visit. Because now the kid's actually old enough to appreciate leaving the country. And this is definitely one of them. This place is Lisahora in Kiev. It is now a park and a beautiful one at that. Absolutely gorgeous for picnicking. Lisaora or Bald Mountain has a very dark past and most of the Ukraine is aware of the site. But some of you guys might not know that it's an actual place. You probably are thinking, hmm, Bald Mountain, that sounds sort of familiar. At different times throughout history, this area has seen a great deal of death and magic. Folklore divided Lisaora into three areas. There's the Rusalka, which is the mermaid section. Rusalka Ravine, which is located by the lake. Mermaids supposedly live there. Some of you guys who play D&D might know of the homebrew of the Rusalka. Not very nice mermaids. The Ravine of the Witches is where pagan rituals took place. And lastly, the largest area of the mountain is called Dead Men Grove. And that is where burials have been found. Since ancient times, this is an area of pagan worship and rituals. And as I said, it's an absolutely gorgeous site, and you can easily see why any sort of religion that's based on outdoor worship is going to flock here. So the pagan Slavic holiday of Grudy Rosno, which is done for rains and good harvest, it's a 10-day ritual holiday, so May 20th through the 30th. And this is when wolves, or witches, or sorcerers, depending on how you want to word it, would bring sacrifices to the god Rod, R-O-D. And these are bloodless sacrifices. It's going to be bread, honey, cheese, and kutia, which is a grain dish. They still serve that today, by the way. And a lot of times it's served at funerals. Rod is the god of the family. Aspects of these sacrifices still exist today. Worshippers supposedly dug out caves to hide their materials and their books in it. So when paganism was banned in the Ukraine, priests moved into those caves, and there was this attempt at weaving Christianity and Slavic paganism into something that was more cohesive. And in essence, the cave system kind of turns into this underground monastery. And you can still see some of that today. During later excavations in the area, archaeologists found a pit with burned books, decapitated chicken skeletons, plaques with inscriptions, and human remains. The mystical significance of Lisaora was written about by Nikolai Gogol in St. John's Eve, and that is the inspiration for the Moskorsky work made famous by Disney, Night at Bald Mountain, and that is probably why you know this name. Today, carved wooden statues of pagan deities are still found throughout the park. Now, that's the magical aspect. Let's get to the death aspect. (laughs) Okay. It's been the site of military installations. It was a gallows to execute state criminals, over 200 of them in total. Okay. In 2018, this was a Roma refugee camp that was burned down by far-right radicals. 
I don't think anyone was actually injured. That was more of the destruction of the camp itself, which was stupid and sucked. I'm saying that as someone who has Roma in my background. So, yeah, sorry. Is, okay, this is me being ignorant. What's Roma? Yeah. Uh, gypsies would be the oh, derogatory yeah. Gypsies, ro- yeah, gypsies is derogatory term. <laughs> the derogatory term would be gypsies, but uh, yeah, we're Romani family so that's why the ukraine fascinates me anyway because i know that i have some distant distant relatives from this area so on the other side of my family actually the grandmother who just passed away so there we go there's this is my little homage to that legend has it that the mongol ruler batu khan invaded this area and walled up the locals in the surrounding caves leaving them to die And a lot of people will say that this area can be very dark and foreboding because they feel like the spirits of those people are still wandering around aimlessly throughout the forest. Some will say that Lisahora is a cursed area and that it has a negative effect on the psyche. There's also a high number of suicides at the site and allegedly one third of them taking place during that pagan holiday time that I just told you guys about. So those 10 days in May. People who, like us, who study the paranormal, have said that they feel like there are passageways to the astral world through the mountain, and that any spirit, good or evil, can manifest itself at any time because of that. And that sometimes, I guess because it's, it might be easier for them to manifest in this area, that might actually contribute to confusion that people will feel when they're walking around. So yeah, it's a really interesting place. It has a very rich history. And once again, it's a place that has a lot of caves and just a lot of weird things going on in that same area with all these caves and, and all this folklore. So I thought, I thought I'd mention it because it's really, really cool. What do you think? I think I don't want to actually, I think I want to go to both those places and like spend a few days there and see if there's anything spooky. Right. And then probably get spooked out and and not know how to ask for help. So you're coming with and you <laughs> have to learn the local language. Well, I I had to pull out some pronunciations there that were I hope I did them right because guys, I always listen to how English as in UK English say it, how Americans say the word. And also in this case, I was able to find how Ukrainians would say the word. So I used like all three of them to make sure that I was saying it correctly. I'm obviously going with Ukraine first, but I was trying to figure out, you know, how would an how would an American pronounce this stuff? Poorly. Hopefully hopefully <laughs> not, but oh man, what was really strange is that the whole time I was saying these words like in my head prior to hearing them, I actually had said them correctly in my own head. So I was like, "Huh. Thank you." ancestors i guess i don't know that was a weird thing just very strange and also perhaps a very odd synchronicity that i had already chosen this subject for this particular episode and then having that grandmother pass away just a week before we recorded and then literally today receiving all of these photographs from that side of the family so yay it's kind of a neat a neat day to do it yeah and very excited about volk kulaka and volk Thank you so much for allowing us to use your music on our podcast. It is so cool. It's um, basically a four-piece metal band. And yes, obviously has a penchant for talking about the occult. The song that you guys are going to hear today is going to be called Purple Door. And I got it right away because the legend says that every witch should have a purple door. So I hope that's... I meant to ask him before now. (laughs) 
if that's what he meant by it. But I was I figured that was probably where he was going with it. Cool. Good times. Yeah. Sorry. Wasn't that like super exciting today? I had fun listening and I barely listened. So, you know, there's that. (laughs) But I listened today. There was a lot of good stuff. Which is why I didn't like interrupt a lot. I don't know. I was like, I was actually really interested in what you were saying today. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you nerds. I, I love know, you. Right? I miss Cord already. Me too. No, damn it. Damn it, Cord. Get better. Jerk. Stupid yeah, get COVID. good, noob. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so you're going to be listening to a little bit of Purple Door right now. And when we get back, Spooky Squad news and shout outs. Welcome back. I will say this. I finally, thanks to my extremely truncated hours at my quote unquote real job, I've been able to catch up on some stuff. Now, don't ask me if I've seen WandaVision because I waited. I had to wait until Doug and I were trying to wait to to watch it together. And then he watched it before me because he's a dick and couldn't wait because all of the people at work were like wanted to talk to him about it. And he was getting really annoyed. So he finally just watched it because he didn't want to be spoiled. So I didn't get to watch WandaVision yet because I went ahead and binged all of what we do in the shadows and holy shit balls. That show's amazing. That's that show is off the chain. Well, first of all, huge Matt Berry fan anyway, but oh my god, I laughed heartily and I needed I needed that laugh. Oh my god, it was great. It was a lot of fun. I'm so glad that I did that first. Uh so then I'll watch WandaVision. Did you watch it yet? I did. And I take it you liked it. I'm confused by it, but yes. <laughs> I'm just like what's What's happened by the end of the show? We'll know and I won't be confused. But right now it's you're supposed to be confused. I feel Um, when they first heard about it, I feel like they're going in a direction which I'm very familiar with in the comic books. So I'm going to watch the first two episodes and then I'll just let you know. I won't, you know, not spoil it, but I'll just be like, yes or no. Like, yes, this is. Yeah, this is how it's going. Or nope, this is something completely different. I don't really feel like I know what's going on. But I'm going to watch it this weekend. So Boom. Next time I record, I will have an answer for you. I'm glad I don't know how to read because otherwise all <laughs> these things would be spoiled for me. Well, it's still not spoiled because I... I They'll do stuff differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the visuals are going to be amazing. I just think I kind of know the plan for the future of Marvel in the next phase plus this TV show plus what we saw with Loki. 
And then what we know to be true about the next Doctor Strange movie, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so much fun, guys. Like, this is going to be fucking great. On the flip side, I did not see Wonder Woman. I was going to pay for it. I was going to go ahead and do it. Three people who I have a very high opinion of as far as their reviewers on YouTube and they are actual friends of mine, they did not like it. So I did not spend the money yet to see it. Same. They were people I know in life that were like, yeah, it was not great. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe when it's on like a free streaming. Well, not a free streaming, but one yeah, that I'm already paying for. Yeah. You got it. I feel the same. And that's disappointing to me because I wanted this one to be as good as the first one, if not better. So sorry, Wonder Woman. Same, except I'm not sorry. Maybe be a better movie. Well, there's that too. Oh, we have something really really big that we're working on and kiki has managed to smoosh together mission spooky content with dungeons and dragons content and you guys are gonna hopefully love it we say hopefully but you will you will you're You'll, probably you're gonna, gonna love it, it. You're gonna love it's it gonna so be much. fun we're gonna have a lot of guests over this year it's gonna be a lot of fun so other than that if you want to all the stuff that we have planned costs money that is currently coming out of my pocket, <laughs> which I'm happily giving. But if you want to help us out, we have supporters right now. But if you want to help out and hop on, you're welcome. Please do it. And you can do that by joining our Patreon if you want to. One, three and five dollar levels. The one dollar gets you a shout out on the cast and your booper reels, which I constantly add to because. Well, yeah, I, there's I, a lot of dumb shit. Somebody says a lot of. <laughs> interesting quotes um <laughs> would be a better way to phrase that sure yeah and then the three dollar level is going to be interesting because that is where an extra part of the D the D, &D we're going to be bringing that just over to here eventually that's a coming by march right now it gets you access early access to the true crime episodes i do once a month and in case you guys haven't figured out the theme yeah, you should have figured it out by now, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to give you one more, and then maybe you guys will catch on. Maybe you have already. I don't know. Tell me. Tell us on Instagram. Yeah, so early access to the true crime episodes, and then my Kiki's Quirk stuff that's anything from magic, history, it's whatever the hell I want to talk about. I'm trying to do those once a month for you guys extra. $5 level gets you access to the special Discord chat, which again, I will say is separate from joining our discord that is public public thank you and people say i'm just a host people right, say here i'm just here because i'm i have good looks you know no i'm i'm the brains okay and our hope is on discord that we'll eventually be able to do like a once a month just for fun with everybody not even part of a patreon tier but just for fun is to do those jackbox games i love them i think they're fun and hysterical and as discord grows you guys can actually be able to play those games with us because i think one of them in particular can have up to like 18 people playing so that's pretty cool if you say so we'll be testing that out and go join our youtube channel i will be updating youtube and hopefully in the future well by spring i'm hoping that you guys jc and cord especially will be able to videotape some of your investigations that i'll be sending you out on a lot of cool stuff coming this year we're excited we're getting we're coming up into we completed our first full year on this past october 
And gosh, man, you know, like I'm thinking about this time last year was right before COVID was a was that actual thing. And I'm having a flashback to you and I talking <laughs> at the In end person. Yes, I know. Right. Oh. End of January, because we were still working together and we were both like, this thing is going to be a problem. Like, do you know the parts of Europe are shut down? Like, holy shit, how are we going to keep this out of our country? God, I hope the president, like, starts shutting down major airports, you know, for a little while until we can get this under control. And then that didn't happen. And then by February, we both looked at each other and said, this sucks and it's going to be here and we're all going to be fucked. And then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically explains the yeah. whole thing. So basically, if if just you and I have been part of the COVID task force in January of last year, apparently it would have only taken two novice people to know how to get the ball rolling to save the rest of the country from mm-hmm. COVID. Yeah, just just wanted to throw that out there. You know, you didn't have to be actually part of the CDC to know that it, it was not a good thing. No, you just had to listen to the CDC and the people with degrees. And you had to just have a brain in your head <laughs> and also listen to like news once in a while from other places besides your local Fox News affiliate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember when we used to talk in person? God damn. <laughs> I miss it, but you know, is what it is. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <sighs> it was just easier to do like. Because I felt kidding. more involved with the planning of stuff when we were together. Now I, I just like, yeah, Kiki got it all. And I feel <laughs> there's less a calendar. In that. There there's is. A, there's a Google, Google calendar that has all the episodes on it. Everything's planned out. It's really funny because I don't, uh, I might have to actually give you access to it. <laughs> nice. I know. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Um, anyway, <laughs> so taking us out. Today is going to be Volv Kulaka with Purple Door. Stay spooky and don't die. But if you do, contact us. Via, if you could, be so kind to use turkey mating calls, also known as rap music. What? That's a, that's a Parks and Rec joke for those fans. They'll get it.
door. door.